Currently 36 degrees in Lynchburg, Bedford, Danville, 35 in Roanoke and Salem, 35 in Amherst, 36 in Appomattox. Care to share? <laughs> I mean, sounds like you got a cold since you were last with the mic open and I'm I'm doing production and and she's got this thing going. I'm saying, this sounds like a Hallmark movie <laughs> or something or It's a it's a stinking Chevrolet commercial. Right? It's a holiday Chevrolet commercial and it's so good. Yeah. Wow. Very um, AT&T, you know, yeah. kind of thing. I'm going to put it can on there. Can you post it? Yeah. And then you guys can watch it and cry. Cause, okay. Because that's how we roll. It's about somebody with Alzheimer's. Oh, well, that's your story. It's really dad, sweet, yeah. though. It's a great, it's a great commercial. Well done, Chevrolet. Hmm. Darn you. Darn you, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. Oh, that's cool. So, if you get a chance, go watch it and get a good cry in. So, there you go. Okay. So, was your family Chevrolet or Ford family? Um, we we um, we had both, but I would say we were GM people. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 We were so that would throw us in the Chevy camp, but right. Yeah, I don't I don't remember us having a Ford until my dad bought a a van. Oh gosh. Uh, in the we had we had the late Ford. 70s yeah. i gotta tell you this makes me want to buy a chevy though yeah <laughs> so, like i say they did very well yeah with it it's 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 good stuff good stuff mm. not what i was expecting i was expecting heartfelt but not yeah not like that. that yeah well that's cool yeah well yep, yep. they're doing they're good doing a good job mm-hmm. on it so yeah. um you know friday we'll have some friday funnies coming up here in just a little bit um Got a lot of activity going on beginning tonight, this evening. Um, LCA, I, is it, did did that person that texted us earlier, did they say when LCA plays their game? Um, This weekend. I, yeah. Or maybe tonight. Hold on. I'll look. I'll look and see. I think it's maybe uh, But Saturday. they have had just a great. Yeah, I think they're undefeated as well. Yep. Along with Liberty. Uh-huh. So Liberty undefeated going into the big game tonight with New Mexico State game uh you'll be able to hear it on the saturday radio. night lca is playing the state semifinals saturday night at okay. liberty stadium okay undefeated undefeated and uh lu undefeated again they will play in the uh, conference usa championship game tonight against new mexico state they're 10 and 3 kevin and i were trying to figure out how they got in an extra game <laughs> uh, because most teams have only played 12 games in the in the typical season right maybe they didn't get a bye week because of schedules or something but anyway uh we beat new mexico state back i think in week three 31 17 or something well time will tell whether that that magic can still happen kevin and i met and solved the problems of the world in about two and a half hours at uh, jersey mike's they were tired of looking at us at the <laughs> table yesterday but we covered they had to get the hook well we started with liberty sports we got into politics and the war uh, in Israel, and then we ended on a good note talking about Liberty Sports again. Okay. So, and talked about the possible bowl bids and those kinds of things. Had a, had a great fun fun chat with him. But it's exciting for those of us that follow Flames football. Yeah. Even if you're not a Flames fan, it's big news for Lynchburg. I mean, it gets us uh, gets us on the map in a different sort of way, other than you know Jerry Junior kind of news. Um, I love this kind of attention that we're getting. Hopefully, we're going to have a good game tonight. I want to see a good game. I don't want to see a blowout on either side. I really want to see Liberty win. But not so, too close. Yeah. Yeah, not too close because my heart can't take it. Right. You know, 
Kevin so, thinks it's going to be two touchdown spread. Liberty wins by two two scores. Well, so we'll see. You'll know soon enough. Yeah. Roanoke College Institute of Policy and Opinion Research's latest data shows that Republicans are still sold on Trump in the Republican primary. He holds a 51% favorability. Uh, DeSantis is closest behind him. Uh, then in a hypothetical matchup between Trump and Biden, Biden leads Trump by four points. Okay. Par- uh, Brian Parsons, a senior political analyst at the Institute, says that what's interesting is the shift they've seen in independence. He says independents are far more split now than they have been in the past. Okay. Biden and Trump are splitting independents 46 to 46. If that's the dynamic, you know, if that continues into next year, it'll be something to watch. He says the numbers continue to ebb and flow since we're still a year out, but Virginia will be an interesting state to watch as we get closer to November. When it comes to the biggest issues in the Commonwealth, 42% of Virginians say it's the economy and and inflation that they're concerned about, which Newsom says isn't a problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Newsom says that, you know, he would take... He'd take Joe Biden any day because, you yeah. know, the economy is firing oh, all, it's, all it's cylinders. Moving right along. I mean, compared to the crap economy of California, yeah. maybe. Well, yeah. Um, following economy, Virginians mm. are thinking about education, crime, and abortion. No respondent cited COVID as the most important issue facing mm-hmm. Virginia. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not great. Yeah, the debate last night between... You know, Some of the comments. DeSantis and, and Newsom. I just can't. I listened to a little bit of it on the way in. I just said, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, if they were running against each other, and I think some people think that's going to be the who we'll actually see. Right. I have a friend who says that Biden will not be the nominee. He's pretty. And he he said to me a week ago, and he reads a lot, and he said to me a week ago, no, Israel knew this was going to happen. They knew. Well, the story well, broke I mean, this morning. Well, I mean, they've ever been Well, yeah, but now the story broke in the New York Times this morning that Israel knew a year ago that they were planning this. Really? So, yeah. Just didn't know when or what well, level? Well, I don't know if they knew the actual date, but Kevin made a good point when we were talking about the war. He said they were running these war games all the time to where they lulled Israel to sleep with the, with the antics that they would play. Like, we're, we're doing it, we're not doing it, we're doing it, we're not doing it. But there was, uh, you know, we're going to see if this story has any legs. It'll probably hit the Sunday shows if if truly this story is, is accurate, that they knew an attack would would be. Maybe they didn't know when, but they knew it was coming, uh, uh, you know, and, and what happened. There, there was obviously a breakdown in intelligence, and human intelligence is, is crucial. I mean, electronic intelligence obviously is crucial, but you got to have both mm. uh, to be able to, to thwart something like this. So, yeah. yeah, that would be horrible if they if they knew and they knew approx, approx, approximate dates and didn't do anything about it. That would be that, that'd be bad. So, you know, we talk all the time about how, you know, you should not leave valuables in your vehicle. Yeah. You've got to make sure that you lock things up. Um, and here's why. Putting stuff in the trunk and all. Yeah. This story is out of Bellevue, Washington. Mm-hmm. And police there are searching for a woman who they have very clear photos of. Right. Who stole a Seattle firefighter's wallet while he was hanging Christmas lights for the elderly. 
Oh my gosh. I mean, this is like wow. scummy the lowest and a whole of the low. new right. Gee. Yeah. Well, her picture's up everywhere. Good. Now. Good. Uh, Neil Junkin is a firefighter with the Seattle Fire Department. He runs a business on the side where he puts up Christmas lights for the elderly in his community. Mm-hmm. On November 21st, he was putting lights on a house when he said he realized his wallet had been stolen from his truck. I was there doing three or four jobs in Seattle and one on Mercer Island that day. Mm-hmm. I was driving to Mercer Island when I got a text alert about a suspicious purchase at a Nike store. Hmm. Shortly after that, the text kept on coming. Wow. When I went to look for my wallet, it was gone. Before I could cancel my cards, another purchase went through at Nordstrom. Nordstrom's. Oh, um, Seth Tyler with the uh, local police department said, it's a good reminder. You better watch the activity on your cards. Hmm. Theft is always high, but especially during the holiday season, if you see anything out of the ordinary, call your bank, get it figured out right away. Um, he said, it, the sad part is, he was doing the, a good thing, helping the community uh, we really want to identify the suspect so we can uh, justice can be served. Um, there is a reward. You want to make a guess at uh, how many, how much money she spent before at the mall before he could lock it in? I'm gonna say probably about twenty five hundred bucks, maybe eight thousand five hundred dollars. Wow. wow, that is fast. Yeah. Holy cow! I had a kid. She'd that, be swinging that plastic that I had been that I had befriended at the radio station. Mm-hmm. And he would come by periodically, and, and I would give him CDs and things like that. And that kid stole my American Express card. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, my I'd gosh. send him in to get some. We had, wow. had people have brought us breakfast, and I'd send him in to get some breakfast out of my office. And he stole my American Express card. How about that? And let me tell you, he bought like $300 worth of absolute crap right. at the local drugstore. Mm-hmm. Then he went and bought like 300 and some dollars worth of shoes. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, we got busted at the Roses over by the plaza yeah. trying to buy a motorbike. Oh, really? And I got a call. He just so happened to, wow. the guy he approached was uh, there visiting the store. He was a loss prevention guy. Okay. And so he was asking this guy to get help with buying this, this motorbike. Of course, this is a 14-year-old kid with an American Express card. Right. And he said, he said, well, son, I, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to sell you this. Um, your mother's got to come, yeah. you know, or your dad. Where, where's him. your mom or dad? And he goes, well, mom's, uh, she's in the, she's in the parking lot. She's waiting in the car. And he goes, well, she's going to have to come in. He goes, well, she would, but she doesn't have any legs. Oh, brother. I he, mean, this he kid. He played every card. Oh, oh, my word. And let me tell you, wow. you don't think Mama Jan came out big time yeah. on that kid? Sure. And, it, you know, he ended up having just all kinds of of things that he had done at the wow. age of 14. Yeah, that's sad. Little but con I mean, artist. If a 14-year-old mm-hmm. can do that much damage in that short of a period of time. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, I got a call saying, are you uh, are you shopping at uh, Rose's? Mm, no, because I was home, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I had to load Bailey up and she was a tiny baby. Wow. Then. I, I snatched her up, put her in the car, and we're driving away. She goes, Maya, don't got no shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Mama was in a hurry. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it can happen so fast. Yeah. And that happened in my office. Yeah. At, in the radio and, station. And now, you know, with online buying, there's nobody there to catch right. that. There's not an adult 
standing over going, you're not old enough. Well, and, and self-checkout. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know, yesterday we had to go. I oh, know we got to go to break. Yesterday we had to go to um, stop by and get a, a horn. There's a sound effect in It's a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. where it's the honka honka, you know, because yeah. of the taxi. They have the yeah. horns on the side of the car. So we needed the honka honka. Mm-hmm. So we go into the Walmart to test the horns. Right. To see if we can find one that's the right sound. We found one. Yeah. It was like traveling through the flipping department store with an eight-year-old. Oh, well. Uh, My Mark could not, he couldn't help himself. Oh, he just saw so many things he got attracted to. Well, no, he's honking the horn. Oh, oh, We're walking oh, through. Oh, I'm trying to walk I love through. you. I love you, Mark. I love like, you. He's like, honka, honka. Boop, 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 boop. I'm like, stop it. Stop it now. I love I will, you, Mark. I, I will love take you. the horn. I will take it. Boop, 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 boop. Honka, honka. It was awful. Wow. So embarrassing. Yeah. But he had a good time. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give me that horn. You're abusing it. Right. It was like traveling with Bryce back when he was about eight years old. All right. We'll be oh, back. So More things fun. for you to take in and enjoy this weekend as the, the holidays are in full swing at this point. Going to go into break with a little bit of funnies for you. thing holiday candles you know what i'm talking about the christmas scented candles the ones that are scented like evergreen balsam holly jolly gumdrop nonsense first thing my wife does after christmas ends she boxes them all up she runs and she puts them in a closet in the basement where we can't find them next year because that's a fun game first thing she does after boxing up all the christmas scented candles goes out and buys all new scented candles. Why can't we use Christmas candles all year round? Are we worried we're gonna have guests come over in July? They're gonna walk in and smell them and be like, oh, what day is it? Is it Christmas? I've done zero shopping. His line was, Jesus was born in the city of Bethlehem. We know that. He came to the microphone, he was like, hi. (laughs) Jesus was born in the city of... (laughs) Because Sunday school teacher was behind the curtain like, Bethlehem, Bethlehem. He was like, okay. He was born in the city of Birmingham. <laughs> I slid up like, yeah! I didn't know he was from Alabama. I didn't know. So the play went on. You know, you go collect your kids after the play. So my brother and I went up to him. And my brother put his arm around him like, it's going to be okay, son. This must not have been the first Sunday school play he messed up. Because the Sunday school teacher was like, no, it's not going to be okay. Now, he is 16 years old. <laughs> Jesus is not from Alabama. <laughs> On Talladega Nights, baby, Jesus was from Alabama, but that's not. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh, gosh. You had one line. Right. One line. <laughs> Jesus. Sometimes it's very stressful to get up in front of people. I just couldn't do any of that. I could do it now, but I couldn't do any of that stuff as a kid. 
I came out of my shell. Because you would get like too nervous. Well, I would get nervous in front it. of people, yeah. I came out of my shell in college. My brother would say I never had a shell because I got on the CB radio. But, you know, it was like I didn't see a person unless I met him at an event or something, you know. Um, but you, you had that anonymity, you know, even kind of with what we do, but especially with social media, you have anonymity mm-hmm. for the most part. You can say silly things and there seems like there's no repercussions, although sometimes it happens. But yeah, I mean, I I uh, I remember the first time I spoke in front of my church after I went off to college for I don't know a semester or two, and I came back, and I even said, "Oh, it's really hot in here," and I t- I was wearing a suit and I kind of wiped my brow. I was sweating bullets up there, you know, and I made absolutely no sense. Some would say I'm still doing that, but um, you know, not that I want to get up and preach a sermon. I really, and I've I've actually spoke at churches and stuff like that, but and I'm not particularly fond of it i'm i'm more fun on the fly i think um, i feel like i'm like i'll be emceeing an event tomorrow at our church and there's no telling what's going to come out of my mouth but uh that kind of venue i'm i'm i feel a lot more at ease mm. I yeah can just kind of i if i have some notes where i'm supposed to be going and i go there right sometimes a few trails along the way as right no uh, you know, it's it's not be easy being a woman, W-O-M-A-N. I'll say it again. Okay. Unless, of course, you know, you're a dude, uh, which apparently a dude being a woman. very, very easy for dudes to, to, to be women. Uh, transgender runner mm-hmm. complaining about being slow and out of shape after winning the women's half marathon <laughs> in New York. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the transgender runner, who is a medical student who previously, who uh, missed biology class apparently, uh, who previously trained as a male, mm-hmm. complained on social media after finishing fourth in a New York half marathon and first in the women's category. Okay. The Upstate Classic offers a 5K and half marathon at the Altamont Fairgrounds near Albany. Mm-hmm. Kai said that after winning the female slot called herself himself embarrassingly slow gave up after five mile five because my tendon was acting up very out of shape i'll take the win though i'm sure you will (laughs) um he beat an actual woman by only six minutes um of course, Riley Gaines weighed in on this pretty quick. Yeah. Male runner Kai Richardson, or I can't even say the name, R-A-V-I-C-H-A-N-D-R-A-N. Never seen a last name like it. It's mm. probably not real either. Right. Uh, won the women's category by six minutes. The real winner was America, uh, was Amer- Amanda Awesomes. Uh, congrats to her and the other actual female runners. Yes. Uh, the dude responded to gain story this is so dumb i ran a 71 minute half marathon pre-estrogen less than two weeks after a marathon for this totally fresh half i ran 84 minutes i've become way slower like 18 percent my body uh is a woman's body now yet they don't want me competing it's clear they just don't want trans people in sports in general they don't actually care about biology you are kidding me nope and he's studying in the field of medicine. Yep. Keep him away from me. Him. Mm-hmm. Keep him away from me. 
I need to remind myself that these people have nothing better to do with their lives than spend their energy being bigots. I also need to stop opening up stuff when I'm tagged. But morbid curiosity sometimes takes over. Oh, just feel like the S word. Well, you are. Well, pull your pants down and let's see if you're tagged Let's take a look. Now, let's see what that tag looks like, buddy. Just ridiculous. Just so ridiculous. Makes no sense. I know. I'm... uh, I've slowed way down. I've just slowed way down. Because I... Mm, it makes me just so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just really dumb. Yep. So anyway, there we go. <laughs> um, so we talked earlier about the dog situation. There's a respiratory thing going yeah. on with dogs. And we know that we've got so many respiratory illnesses, especially with children yeah. right oh, now. Yeah. Now we're seeing it with you see the pups. The pneumonia thing? Let me and see if the I can outbreak in story. Ohio? Yeah. Yes. That's cray-cray. A pediatric pneumonia outbreak mm-hmm. has been reported in Warren County, Ohio. That's in the southwestern portion of the state. 142 cases of childhood pneumonia mm-hmm. since August, which well exceeds the average number seen in the county. Yeah. Uh, we do not think this is a, a new respiratory disease, but rather a large uptick in the number of cases normally seen at this time. They define an outbreak as when a number of reported cases is higher than what is expected. The most common symptoms, cough, fever, fatigue. The hospital center re- requested a data to public health agencies. Um, this is a much higher than than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, we get cases of children hospitalized for pneumonia related to RSV, influenza, uh, and and COVID. Not unusual to see an outbreak, just an unusually large amount. Yeah. Right now, watch this. Watch your kids. Absolutely, folks. See what's going on. Yeah. And if you get a respiratory, just pay attention to those oxygen levels and get yourself to a doctor. Yeah, we talked about getting one of those devices just the other day after you know we talked about it on the show we also have inadequate supplies of amoxicillin right now across the country not good Mm -mm. 39 degrees in lynchburg 37 in bedford in roanoke and salem 38 in danville 39 in appomattox 37 in amherst of course we've talked a lot about what's been going on in danville with caesars moving in and that means a lot of things are popping up around there's a new texas roadhouse restaurant in danville it's slated to open in February, and they are looking for 200 employees. There's going to be full-time and part-time uh, positions, uh, according to the company. Construction began this year with a 7,800-square-foot restaurant, a good-sized one. It's going to be on 420 Mall Drive, Texas Roadhouse. Obviously, they specialize in steaks, slides, bread, lots of bread. They have more than 600 locations in 49 states, including Virginia. Anyone interested in the employment at the Danville location is urged to click apply.texasroadhouse.com. Apply.texasroadhouse.com. Lynchburg Police Department is building for the future with an eye on moving into a a new state-of-the-art building soon. It's located uh, on the Oddfellows Road in that area of Albert Langford Drive. They're hoping to finally get the entire police department under one roof in February of 2025. And that would be the first time since the mid-90s. The three-story 
90,000-square-foot building will house all aspects of the police department. It'll be equipped with a community room for the entire community and an honor garden to memorialize past, present, and future LPD officers. Chief Zudema says the decision hasn't been made yet about what will happen to the downtown site. Even though LPD is moving away from downtown, Chief Zudema said he doesn't think it will have an impact on the amount of crime in the area. Uh, He said the new facility is going to have state-of-the-art technology and will help them better serve the community. Police Department currently works out of three different buildings, all about a block away from each other. What do you think about this new location? Do you think that's a good location? It sort of gives you that midtown. You can get on 460 or 29 business, rather, even 460 if you go the other direction. You can get to other places fairly quick. I just... I thought the downtown area, you the know, old bus station, the old was bus where station they were supposed to go, is, yeah. would have been a better location as far as getting to the lower downtown. You know, crimes midtown, that happen. midtown, and and downtown. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not so sure that used to downtown didn't have the most crime. Mm-hmm. It was you know inching more towards midtown, right? Uh, and depending on the type of crime right. that you were talking about. Yeah, they, like uh, I say, they we'll can jump on out. 29. I mean, decisions made now. Get to different places of Lynch fairly quick. But, yeah, I, I, I was sad when they when they didn't do it where they originally was going to at the um, bus stop. Hey, guess what? What? Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, he is. He's going to be in yeah, Roanoke. Yeah, yeah. He's coming to the Roanoke City Libraries starting tomorrow. Families in the Roanoke Valley will be able to get their picture with jolly old St. Nick for free. Okay. His first stop is going to be the Belmont Branch Belmont Branch Library in Southeast. Families have the chance to have breakfast with Santa before pictures starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. So he's also going to be uh, traveling around tomorrow again at the Belmont Branch Library. December 12th, the Raleigh Court Branch Library. Uh, December 13th, the Main Library. And the 14th, Gainsboro Branch Library. And it goes on the way, all the way until December 20th, the Melrose Branch library so you can also catch him december 18th at the williamson road branch library so uh, make sure you check that out if you want to get your picture with santa but tomorrow's the only chance you can have breakfast with santa to see if he's going up for second or thirds Hmm. well there you go he's got to stay in fighting shape yeah that's true uh santa was also visiting virginia baptist hospital uh dropping off some handmade stockings for the babies to nestle up in and uh, got some really cute pictures with that. The There were four, four volunteers who have worked for the past year to make hundreds of stockings for the new babies. Mm. Uh, they said they started last fall looking for uh, a pattern, and they ended up having to create one. But um, apparently the, the parents are receiving it very well as, as, as well and uh, said the fabric has been provided and they plan on carrying the tradition on uh even into next year it does make for a cute picture yeah to see the little little fella drop down in a hmm. in a stocking yeah <laughs> yeah that's pretty big cute. pretty big stocking hey speaking of cute yeah my brother sent me a picture of sophie so oh. Sophie, <laughs> sophie's their golden and was she posing for the uh 
She was posing for something. I, I don't know. It's a Christmas. I think it's a Christmas card in the making. Somebody sent me a thing yesterday saying expectations, and it showed all these little dogs. They were mm-hmm. in front of the Christmas tree, and and they had their little hats on, and they mm. were just so cute and picture-perfect ready. Yeah. And then it said reality, and it showed one chewing on the Christmas lights, and right. another one it's you know was pulling the hat off the other one. Like, that'd be my, that'd yeah. be my house. Well, this one's a picture of the bird bath in the backyard, and Sophie is on her hind legs with her arms she resting. She looks like she's doing a little centerfold pose yeah, there. Yeah, she's resting right there with her chest and her arms on the uh, bird bath. This is a, a solid, one of those good solid concrete kind of bird baths. And then there's a hang hanging kind of picture of Santa Claus with a golden in the background. It's like, yes, I'm here. I'm posing. Mm-hmm. I'm also waiting for the bird to land in the bird bath. Right. Just fly right into in my, my mouth. In my mouth. Into my mouth, please. Exactly. Please, please. Now, is she more interested in birds or uh, squirrels. Yeah, that's a good question. My dogs aren't interested in birds, but squirrels and moles, they are all about it. Yeah, they, they chase all kinds of things around in the backyard because my brother has some, some you know, wooded areas and there's some farms kind of sure. back off to the corner of the property there. So, yeah, they chase about everything. They stay very busy. Yeah. So I'm going to settle the age-old ar- argument for you today. Which I'm, one? I'm working hard. Uh, where your thermostat should be set. Oh, okay. And this is according to science. This isn't just my personal opinion. So this best thing for your body and health and all that stuff. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, So typically when I talk to people, Mm -hmm. I think they keep their thermostat too hot. Okay. Like you you all are lizard people. I don't understand. (laughs) Why your thermostat is set at 72. People. Wow. Uh, what do you set yours It's not for? at 72, I can guarantee you that. Unless we're knocking the chill, but that's because chill off you're, the house. that's because you're cheap, though. Well, I'm cheap. I mean, yeah. it's it's 60, between 65 and 69. Well, um, many people prefer warmth in excess of 70 degrees. Okay. But surprisingly, the higher you go... But unsurprisingly, the higher you go, the more money you'll spend. Uh, World Health Organization suggests 64 to 65 degrees mm-hmm. as a minimum okay. in temperature climates. Um, I got used to a, to a house that fell in that um, in that range, according to a British Independent Advisory Body, the Heating Hub. The Heating Hub. All Turning right. the room temperature down is one of the best ways to lower your your utility bill. Yeah, no doubt. Um, it really surprised me in the research that a 1.8 degree change could save you over $100 on an annual bill. It's heating to a higher temperature that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Because of the wiring in many homes, you can install the, the shelf smart thermostats right? like Nest or Ecobee. Mm-hmm. And smart thermostats have Wi-Fi connectivity and give you a bunch of different options. They're easier to program, they say. Once set up, the key is to let the automated system do its work. Okay. I don't know. People have a hard enough time deciding on what a temperature is supposed to be. Fortunately, my Mark and I are both very, very cheap. Mm-hmm. So we usually We're agree. Pretty cheap too. So on that, we'll run around in sweatshirts and stuff like yeah, that. I don't like to. I don't like to turn it on at all if yeah. I can avoid it. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, you know, sixty-four. 
I don't think we keep it quite that low. No. But we, we keep it at like 65. Mm-hmm. So. I just don't want pipe, yeah, uh, 63, you know, pipes to have that's an issue. a little bit too, too cool for me. Yeah. Um, they say the ideal temperature overall in an office or or home setting is 68 degrees. Okay. So. All right. I, I think even that's a little warm for me, but, yeah. you know, whatever. But that's according to science. How about these numbers? 866-916-3776. Jimmy checking in. Good morning. Good morning, Janet. Uh, good morning, Mark. Hi. Uh, on this, uh, on this chat. Good morning, everybody. Look, oh, I, this is what chafes my butt on this um, uh, transgender men, oh, which, is, the which other, is really men. The runner, yeah. The left, the left, the left cannot define what a woman is. That's what they stand by, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's what they so say. So every time one of these men, every time one of these men break a record, they're presented with a new woman's world record. <laughs> How can it be a woman's world record if you don't know what a woman is? Right. Exactly. That's True. insane. It is insane. True. All it of it's insane. It should be a new transgender record. Yeah, I, that's what I. I'm willing. I'm willing to go there. That makes no sense. I'm willing to open up another no another sense. class and and let transgenders compete against each other. Yeah, no, absolutely. Knock exactly. yourself out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But here's what I want to finish off with. All right. In a few more seconds. You know how y'all know how I feel about Obama, and I'm speaking personally for me. And I, I see y'all, the picture I sent in with him and Michelle sitting on the couch. Yeah. I see y'all, one of y'all replied to that, and now I keep that to ourselves. <laughs> but this is his twisted world that we're living in. Yeah. And here's what I want to finish with. He, he did everything for the LGBT community that he could do. Mm-hmm. The first gay football player, the first gay basketball player, he, brought to, he, he, he encouraged them to come out. And that's cool. That's cool. You know, but at the end of the day, have y'all seen the letters that he wrote to a friend when he was in college before he met Michelle? Yeah, that he had sexual fantasies with men. About men daily. Yeah. A couple of times a day. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm. that's twisted. I mean, if that's what he want to do, that's fine. Right. That's fine. But, you know, I think the man bisexual myself, that may be, that's too much for y'all to say, but... It, 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 you know, it makes no difference to me if that's what he want to be. But well, but see, my know, thing is, I, I don't care. Just don't push your agenda on me, right? I, and don't try to replace Janet, me as a woman. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. We all we we, we always on point. Y'all have a good weekend, and you I'll too, talk to y'all dear. later. All right. You too, Jimmy. Always good to hear from you, buddy. Hope you can get out this weekend and maybe. A, Attend some of those parades that are happening in our in our area. Yeah, there's so much stuff going on. Uh, lots of things to take in. The South Side, Lynchburg, Grown Oak. Maybe we can squeeze a few more in. Show's almost over though. I know, I know. It is. Uh, gosh, eight forty-seven. Maybe we can revisit a few of those events happening at least tonight, tomorrow. Yeah. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 
We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Christmas coming up. I'm excited. I love Christmas. I love watching Christmas movies. My favorite Christmas show, though, is the Fireplace TV show. Do you guys watch the Fireplace TV show? I love the Fireplace TV show. It's just a fireplace for three hours. Sounds boring. Sucks me in every time. My mom's like, hey, dinner's ready. I'm like, no, the guy's here. The arm's here. Everybody get in here. The guy's here. He's poking the fire. It's like, it's not like a professional fire tender. Some chubby arm all hairy jabbing at it. It's great. But you don't have to wait for Christmas anymore. I found this out. You can now watch the Fireplace TV show anytime you want to on Netflix Instant Streaming. They have three episodes of the Fireplace TV. I binged them. I watched them all. I won't spoil the ending, but... It's, because it's on Netflix, they have all the amenities of every other Netflix show, including closed captioning. It's true. I turned it on for three hours. In parentheses, it just says... Crackling. <laughs> I switched it over to Spanish subtitles. It said crepitante. I'm like, ooh, very festive, you know. I'll watch that at Cinco de Mayo. That's cool. <laughs> my uh, my daughter-in-law. Oh my gosh. She has the closed captioning on all the time. Right. Oh, okay. Which drives yeah. me crazy. Right. When I can't figure out how to get it turned off. Because with the Roku, it's it's very complicated, far more complicated than it should be uh, to do that. Uh, if I ask you what the most popular ethnic food is in America, what would you say? Uh, ethnic food? I'd have yeah. to say Chinese. I would have said Mexican. Yeah. But it is Chinese. Is, is it? Okay. Um, it is the most popular ethnic cuisine in the United States, around 45,000 restaurants. Really? According to the Chinese American Association. Wow. But... They say, are you actually eating authentic Chinese dishes? Probably not. Well, if it's like the fast food places like the Panda Express, things like that, no, you're not. Um, If you're looking for a true authentic meal, they say there are key things to look out for. Okay. What are the main ingredients? How is the food cooked? Is it served family style? Is the atmosphere authentic? Does the wait staff always serve tea? Is the menu U.S. modernized? Okay. Authentic Chinese food is filled with flavor and an abundance of ingredients. If your meal consists of a lot of processed foods and a few ingredients, chances are not authentic. Uh, There are five different flavor categories. Salty, spicy, sour, sweet, and bitter. Ingredients like garlic, scallions, ginger, all fresh are common ingredients to make it traditional. Cooking methods, important. The main cooking methods are broiled, steamed, braised, are baked, okay. not fried, ladies and gentlemen. Interesting. Not fried. Okay. When authentic Chinese food is served, it's typically pre- presented family style right. versus individual. And that means it's typically in the middle of the table, like a lazy Susan, that kind of thing. Now, there are some restaurants in Roanoke that do serve that way. And right. I will confess, I do love it. Okay. Uh, they say you can also tell by the atmosphere. Uh, usually very welcoming. Lots of times there's a lot of red. Gold is another uh, common choice. Okay. Did they serve tea? If they don't, eh. Interesting. Gonna have to question that. There are many food items that have become known as Chinese dishes, but they really are not. Things like General Sauce Chicken, Egg Foo Young, Orange Chicken, um, 
none of those considered traditional Chinese food, nor are the fortune cookies. So they, oh, really? That, that's completely American made. That is. I did know that that one. That's scandalous. Uh, if you see a lot of these types of dishes on the menu, better chance that, um, on the other hand, foods like Kung Pao chicken, sweet and sour pork, chow mein, spring rolls, wonton soup, Peking roasted duck, uh, hot pie, and chicken fried rice um, if you see those, chances are it's more authentic. I didn't know. Okay. Now I do know. I, especially the fried thing is interesting because a lot of people love the, you know, the, um, well, like we just mentioned, the orange chicken, the yeah, yeah, general yeah. sauce chicken, things like that. Uh, sesame chicken. Yeah. Apparently that's not authentic. It's delicious. I though. wonder who mixed all that in. So it's, just, maybe, uh, it's just like the Mexican. Maybe some influences from American into... Yeah, maybe. And then, of course, different areas like the Szechuan mm-hmm. Chinese food, right. very different from like it's like some restaurants even break it down like that. They have more spice. They've mm-hmm. got the numbing heat and stuff that yeah. they use in it. Have you ever had any of that? I haven't. You know, here's the thing. I've as you know, I've I like spice. I like yeah. I like it hot. But that's only in the last 10 years. And maybe it's because okay. the taste buds have toned themselves down a little bit. But. You know, I, I just was always afraid of it. I think I oh, got I've sick. I've always loved it. Well, I got sick once. I had an uncle. Everybody's got an uncle. You know, kind of says, well, eat it anyway. And then you, you get forced to eat it. And then you don't ever want to get near so it So was it hot and he made you eat it? Spaghetti, yeah. Hot Put a bunch spaghetti? of hot crushed peppers okay. on Okay. And I wasn't ready for it. My my mom, her spaghetti was spicy and her chili was spicy. But right. we all loved it. Yeah. Like I've seen my, my brother-in-law like take a bite of of chili mm-hmm. and drink milk and take yeah, a bite of chili yeah, yeah. and 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 he loved it yes, and he sir. loved to finish it but yeah it was a little hot <laughs> if you're looking for something Yikes. different to watch rather than your traditional christmas movies uh they have released a list of 10 thrillers that you may have forgotten that took place during christmas really okay i mean you probably already know you know die hard lethal yeah, yeah. weapon yeah yeah sure you know, all of that Three Days of the Condor from 1975. Faye I love Dunaway. that movie. Yeah. Yes, Robert Redford. Takes place during Christmas. See, I, I hadn't seen it in 20 years. So it, I Enemy of the that. State, Will Smith. Okay. During Christmas. How about that? L.A. Confidential. Good movie from 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, that's from 2005. Okay. Takes place during Christmas. Uh, Eyes Wide Shut. With Nicole and Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. So there you go. The Godfather, 1972. I do remember that. That took place. Because you remember I'm shopping on the side of the... Uh, Yeah. I just remember the big shoot-up scene. That's all. The French Connection takes place during Christmas. Now that I'd be willing to watch again because of the car chase. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Santa Santa. with a gun. Wow. I know. Uh, the Silent Partner, which is from 1978, that has Elliot Gould and Christopher Plummer. Lady in the Lake, 1947. Oh, I wow, love that it's movie. Going back, yeah. I love that movie. Um, and then uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy hmm. has a big Christmas scene in it as well. So if you don't want to go traditional, you don't have to. In other words, if you don't want to watch Hallmark with me, I mean, <laughs> you know, geez. I'm good. Thanks, though. I don't want to. 
I called my brother Jim yesterday and he said, hang on a second. We're five minutes away from the conclusion of this Hallmark movie I'm watching. Oh, my and I almost, word. I almost spilled the beans and told him what was going to happen, but I wanted to, <laughs> Oh yeah, I wanted him to experience it I in real it time. I hate it when my Hallmark movies get ruined and I, everybody ends up living happily ever after. <laughs> like I said, everybody's doing Hallmark movies because apparently we want to watch that kind of stuff, but at least some of us do. But, well, because I, I understand why people want to watch it, yeah. because everything's so negative, and, and yeah. sometimes you just need to, you know, escape and know that something's going to end well, unlike my drive-in this morning. I won't be watching so. any, really, this weekend. I've got too Busy much weekend. football to watch. Ah. I've got an event at my church, but I'll be recording back at the house. I'll be watching college games on Sunday. Well, there's an awful lot of stuff going on this weekend. Yeah. If you're looking for something to do with your family, especially with your friends, you might want to check out macaronikid.com hmm. uh, because they have got so many things listed for the holidays. Uh, you can go to macaronikid.com and uh, look up all the events in the Central Virginia area. That sounds awesome. It's fun. Hey, make today and the weekend awesome. We'll, we'll come back. And uh, discuss Liberty football on Monday. I know you're excited about that, Jan. Pretty excited. <laughs> we'll see you then.